Whilst Eloise had been sending a parcel via Mrs. Kahn at the post office counter, she hadn't been in the slightest bit surprised to hear Nigel spreading the latest gossip to Mr. Kahn, who was packing groceries. He paid cash for that place, you know. Must be nice having that kind of money sloshing about. You should have seen the bird he had in the car with him and all. Some blokes get all the luck, Nigel had reported, his face falling for a moment before he leaned closer, adding... Tell you what, though, mate, she's got a nice set of headlights. Have a look out for her, mate. It'll make a change to have a decent bit of crumpet round the village. Mrs. Khan's serene face had flickered slightly as she gave Eloise her change, but despite their communal thought, Nigel had still managed to saunter out of the shop without dropping dead. Of course, the house was in a dreadful state of neglect, said Kim, jerking her out of her reverie. There were days when I despaired of ever realising my vision for it, but I think it came together perfectly in the end, don't you? Looking around at the carefully placed furniture and the blonde-on-blonde colour scheme, Eloise thought wistfully of scatter cushions and piles of books and deep sofas on old Persian rugs. Struggling to find something appreciative to say, she finally remarked on how spacious the room looked. Simplicity is the key, Kim pronounced. The right objects in the right place and so forth. Personally, I still believe that good feng shui creates good fortune and poor feng shui can make a home feel very uncomfortable. Her designer chairs must have the same effect, thought Eloise, since no one seemed to be sitting in them. Kim must have seen her glazing over and suddenly remembered her duties as a hostess. Champagne's just coming round, she said, with a confidence Eloise didn't share, as she caught sight of the waiter lurching through the other guests, and recognised one of Hookfield's pierced and tattooed teenaged layabouts, press-ganged into a stiff white shirt, and seemingly hell-bent on keeping the tray to himself. Or there are other drinks in the kitchen. I think Ross is out there at the moment, she told Nigel. Would you mind doing the honours? Nigel sidling further into Kim's body space, appeared rooted, and only dragged his eyes off her long enough to mutter, Fetch us a tin of lager whilst you're there, would you, darling? to Eloise. A quick glance at the throng in the stainless steel nightmare that was the kitchen, and Eloise decided she could probably skip the drink. And if Ross was anything like Kim, she wasn't in a hurry to meet him either. This was exactly why she never went to parties, It was all that trying to avoid being held captive by people you hardly knew and cared about even less. But that wasn't why she'd accepted the invitation. Prospect House, an Edwardian folly dominated by a romantic Gothic turret, was quite unlike any of its neighbours. It was secluded, yet, as the sales particulars boasted, commanded magnificent views of the surrounding downs, Fringed on one side by gnarled trees and wayward brambles, it had remained uninhabited since the death of the former elderly occupant, and looked, in some lights, as if it would only require some intrepid prince to come crashing through the undergrowth in search of a sleeping beauty to turn it into an enchanted castle. In other lights, it seemed bleaker, more gormengast than Brothers Grimm. Or perhaps she was just a tad cynical these days, about the type of man who turned up at your door unannounced, 
to tell you that he'd come to change your world. Yet the mysterious house opposite had certainly cast its spell over her. When she'd moved into her own modest home opposite two years earlier, there were dark days when it still seemed as if she was living her life on autopilot. But even then, her interest had been piqued by shadowy, romantic Prospect House. Cheryl had been right to accuse her of being unable to resist the opportunity of a legitimate snoop. You've been dying to get round there ever since the sold board went up, her sister had teased, fretting about what all those men spilling out of white vans were doing to the place. I don't know why you didn't put in a silly offer for it yourself. I think the idea is for the executors to accept the best offer, not the silliest, Eloise had pointed out, thinking of the bank's rather large stake in her own property. Disappointingly,